All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of the Wait Till You Hear This podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm here with Dame and Darius. Say what up, guys. What up, guys? What up, fam? All right. So today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to start off with um, some interesting news that my boy Dame got for you guys. I believe it has to do with Sharon Osbourne. Dame, take the stage. All right. So Sharon Osbourne is a fucking racist. (laughs) But nah, she got fired, man. She got fired from the talk. Uh, We didn't cover this when it was going on, but uh, that whole situation with uh, Sharon Osbourne is from the UK, um, and that whole situation with Piers Morgan when he was being like super duper fucking racist to um, Meghan Markle, and he wound up walking off his show. Like Sharon Osbourne said that she like she saw, she tweeted out supported him, and then like they went on TV and she had a segment with uh, Cheryl Underwood, who's a black comedian, and she was basically like like, screaming on Cheryl Underwood to an extent. Like, Cheryl Underwood was uh, the host of the show that day. Like, she was the one that was trying to, like, get in and out of breaks and get from topic to topic. So she was kind of reserved in her responses to what Sharon Osbourne was saying. And it made it look like uh, Cheryl Underwood had to be the the the, un, the, the uh, black woman that wasn't argumentative and shit like that. And it got a very, very bad response from... Uh, the viewers, people who who watched the the talk, and and then like every it started to kind of snowball, and come to find out, Sharon Osbourne was responsible for uh, Holly Robinson Pete getting fired from the talk uh, some years back, and then they went went a little bit further, and they found out that she also was responsible for Leah Remini getting fired as well. So it kind of it kind of became like this big thing where like. Uh, Sharon Osbourne is problematic, racist, and a whole bunch of other shit. And I'm happy that she got fired. Now, is she part of the same network as Ellen and them? Because I don't know nothing about the show, to be 100% honest. I, I don't watch the talk. I've seen it before. Um, I, I can find out real, real fast. That, so the, so uh, the talk is on CBS. And the Ellen talk show is on... Uh, let's see. Cause I'm gonna be honest, I don't know El- about y'all, but the only thing I know the Osborns for is Trick Daddy stole the sample from Let's Go. <laughs> Damn, that, that's it. And the nigga like bit a bat or some shit like that. Or yeah, he's he like yeah, so they're on different they're on different stations. Uh, Sharon Osborne's on uh, CBS and uh, uh, Ellen shows on M- NBC. Nah, I didn't know if the same company was trying to yeah, cover it up again. Big, big rival, like, what's the other show with, with the women that sit down on top? The View, The View. So they they, they like rival them, right? It, yeah, they're they're uh you know it's it's different stations, but yeah, basically that's exactly all uh, right. They're the same type of show on different networks. Okay. But that's the weird. the the difference between the two though, like. When, considering the topic, and you know, we we had, we discussed the whole uh, royal family shit and whatnot. Like, this is a person that's from there. You get what I'm saying? Like, she mm. and her, her kind of taking taking up for that type of that type of shit that was going on. It made it to where it was like, yo, hold on. Like, so basically, all y'all like this. Like, you know, all y'all just rocking and 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 caping because Pierce Morgan is a like is a. Is an out and out racist motherfucker, bro. Like he's bad, bro. Like, like his his, his crusade against Meghan Markle 
was 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 fucking crazy, just being honest. So for her to kind of like tweet out that she supports him when he walked out that show, it made it worse. It just made it a lot worse. Well, while we're on the topic of things walking off, did you niggas see NBA young boy running from the cops? Well, the feds. Was that real? Is that a video? Was that real? Um, they they, they got a video of it. I haven't seen the video, but he's really arrested. So I yeah, I know he been real. Yeah, he about to do some time, but I, I didn't know that it was caught on video. I saw I yeah, saw a video. Have... I saw that same video of him like running, uh, like a dude running, and like it was it was tagged with his name on it. But I didn't think it was real. It might be. Oh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Got him. He ain't getting out either. That's it. Oh, boy. They, they, so what actually, do you know what went down with that? Because I really don't know the story uh, behind it. I just heard he got arrested. Apparently, he got locked up. Uh, he caught a fed charge like a year ago with some guns. And I guess he'd been on a run. He didn't show the court. So he had a warrant out, a federal warrant. And they've been looking for him and they found him. They tried to pull him over and he ran. And they sick the dogs. The dogs went and found him. And they found another guy in the car. And you know he's running from a federal warrant with guns, and he a felon. He had more guns, like he had lots yeah. of guns. Yeah, and he got like now he got like three guns on him as a felon, and it's a federal charge. So this is about the he in deep trouble, deep. <laughs> he probably wow. Probably. You know, you know what? No, well, just hearing that now, that made a lot of things click on my head. That explains probably why he wasn't meeting up with J. Cole and all uh, the baby for all these songs. Yeah, how do you think about it? Yeah, because I didn't know he was here. You might, might be right about that. You might be right about that. I didn't know that shit either. I just thought that, like, he was on probation or some shit, and he knew that, like, if he get caught with the guns and shit, he was going to have to go sit down. So, yeah. yeah that, this that is he a federal warrant. I was like, damn. That's serious. They, a federal gun charge is a different from a state. It was totally different. Totally, two totally different charges. A state when the state when is not as bad. You catch a federal gun charge, they do either of y'all listen to his music? I know. Um, I, I you know what? I, I think I heard one NBS young boy song in my life. And that, that nigga is popular as hell. But I just I think I heard maybe one of his songs. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. I couldn't tell you if I have or not. I'm pretty sure I have because of my son, but I couldn't like name one for you to be honest. Like, is his music good? I could name it now. Nah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never really listened to his music either, bro. Uh, I guess it's just like an age thing, maybe. All yeah. Like. But he is. Oh, so you're an old man now. He's, he's extremely popular. Damn, that's crazy. Well, hopefully he got a good ass lawyer because it's not like he, from what Darius making it sound like it's it's a rock for that nigga. <laughs> He got the money to get the best lawyer because shit, that man sell units. Like he sell a lot of fucking records. So he got the money, but it's gonna be a hard beat. Fighting the Fed case is difficult already. So, and you was running, and the Feds don't play. They don't play at all. So he he in trouble. He in big trouble. He looking at at least 10, 15 years. Oh shit! Well, he kind of young, so he won't be. That bad. It is. You got to do that all the time. It ain't like the state case where you can do fifty percent. Come on, nah. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of these rappers who who come from the streets and come from that life, they just don't know how to like separate the two. Like, I don't understand how like 
a rapper like Kodak who's buzzing crazy can't stay out of jail. Like, I don't get that shit, bro. Like, why you can't stay out of prison? Like, it, it, it seems like that. It's, a, it's that same story for a lot of these rappers. Uh, NBA Youngboy, he's extremely popular getting money, but he just can't stay out of prison. It's, it's you know the lifestyle, man. I think it's like Facebook jail. I know that sounds like fucking wild, but hear me out. Every time I go to Facebook jail, as soon as I get out, they hit me with some shit that happened in the past and it put me right back in. And it seems like that's what happens. Like, what you call it? Uh, Kodak, you just mentioned. He got pardoned, right? If I'm not mistaken, he might be going back to jail because they hit him with like some... Um, yeah, no, like he fights, he, he's already fighting like another case. See, he, when I, I thought when you got pardoned, everything was clear. Like, it, he, it's done. You want to get pardoned on federal cases. State cases, uh, the president can't pardon you from state cases. He had a state case pending already. Uh, uh, the president only could pardon you from federal cases. It got to be a federal case. And like, even, so the boy, gun case he had was that, federal. Even with that, Cardo, a lot he of, got like a rape case. That's a state case. A lot of these dudes get in trouble. A lot of these dudes get in trouble after they already like lit, though, like a lot of them. Like a lot of them get in trouble after they already lit. And it's because they don't separate from the moving and shaking that they was doing prior to getting lit. You know what I mean? It's hard to be a part of a certain lifestyle, and then when you get to uh, another a ne- another level, you separate yourself from that lifestyle. But that's the issue. It's like, yo, bro, y'all gotta... Like, NBA Youngboy is the most streamed artist on YouTube. Like, kids, mm-hmm. and I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Kids do it. Yeah. Kids put that dude's music on and just let all of his... You know how they'll pull up all of NBA Youngboy music? They put his shit on on YouTube... And just let that shit keep playing and playing and playing and playing and playing and playing and playing. He's the most he's the most stream artist that way. Not not any yep. of these white pop stars, him. So he getting money. He's getting a lot of money. But I mean, you know, that money shit that, that money don't change. Uh, you know, I guess uh, the internal the internal workings of who you are as a person, because even though he's getting money, he just can't stay out, niggas can't stay out of trouble. Let, let me explain. Let me explain it to you. It, it's it's a, a disease. I call it the real nigga disease. Hmm. It's a disease that come over inner city kids, and they feel they have to always live up to that moniker, that, that thing. Real nigga, you got to be a real nigga. So, and there's some dudes who was about that before they got on that they don't want to be looked at as fake when they get on to just leave them guys behind. Them them guys like Young Boy, uh, Casanova, you know what I'm saying? N- niggas like that. N- niggas who who was in, who came up in the streets with all, doing all that and they don't want to be looked at in the hood as some punk niggas because they just separated themselves from the hood. Because they, their reputation means that much to them. And you got some who wasn't about that and they get the money to now surround yourself around with people who's about that and this is what they wanted their whole life they they wanted they they wanted that but they wasn't tough enough to get that in the streets but when you get the money now you're tough enough to put people around you now I'm tough some of these guys get the money then they get tough then they get into trouble and you be like but they, them niggas ain't never get in trouble their whole life now they in trouble now because they got money that's because that's what they want to, like they say, money uh, 
Oh, it don't change you. It turns you to more than what you so want. I guess, like, I guess from, if you want to be that street nigga, the money can get you there. I guess. I guess what, with your same example, I guess if money can, can, make, can make money. you, if money can make you into the person that you want to be, I guess it also amplifies who you already are. So it's like if, exactly. if you're already a street nigga and you're in the streets, I guess like you feel like. Nigga, we could get more guns and more work and more shit. Like, nigga, because yep. like I'm gonna be honest with you, I think when I first heard about NBA Young Boy, he was coming home from jail. Like, if I'm Probably not, if I'm not mistaken, I think Fee picked him up from jail. Like, like that's what I, if I'm not because they're from Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? I think Fee picked mm-hmm. that nigga up from jail when when I first heard about him. So I don't know, man. It's just it's just crazy how like it's a lot of them, bro. It's a lot of these rap dudes who. Who get on and they just cannot separate themselves from that shit. Yeah, they just can't do it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a disease, man. It take over your body. I know because I, I I had the disease. I still fight the disease to this day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I know I, it's a disease where it's like when situations happen, <laughs> like parents people, got the like, different people. Different people can um, handle a situation different from me. Something happens <laughs> to them, they can go to the police or they can handle a situation uh, a different way. Me on the other hand, I fight the disease where it's like I can't look like a certain I can't look a certain way. So I gotta handle the situation differently, even though in my heart I know it's not the right way. You know what I'm saying? But it's a disease that come over our community, man. It's sad. Yeah. That that's the reason why so much that's the reason why so much violence and so much killing. The real nigga disease. That's what I call it. It's it's the real nigga disease, man. Yeah, I mean, well it's never gonna go away. Niggas got the itis, the nigga itis. So, we had some great news that came across the internet recently. Um, Derek ho ass nigga Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> who's been uh pandering to, to women for years, uh, it comes to find out he does exactly what he says, uh, he downgrades men for for all this time. He the same, he the same as everybody that he's been dissing, but come to find out he's been cheating on his wife, uh. The past few years, and well, now he's doing a cleanup job, which is completely But uh, how y'all guys feel about that? Listen, listen, Derek Jackson. I don't know as much as you know about that nigga. Um, but I saw the I saw the video. That nigga had his wife. He had his wife next to him holding his hand, and she had on a, a Scully. The internet been saying her ass up, nigga. With that Scully on, nigga. She talking about it's a hat. That shit look like a bonnet, nigga. She had on she had on the scully with no bra, nigga. They was getting at her. They was turning her ass up, nigga. And that nigga, they they it's like more and more information keep coming out by Derek Jackson. This nigga, all the videos that he recorded and posts on the internet, Darius, he records mm. them shits in front of his mistress house. <laughs> in front of his mistress house, nigga. Ricky, do you know who Derek Jackson is? I know exactly who that guy is. I've seen him unfortunately too much on the internet. Like, I don't, to me, that's very wild to hear that particular set of uh, information being let out that you'd be like, you niggas is dogs. You shouldn't do this to your woman. Be a powerful woman, bitch ass niggas. I'm logging off. Hey, bitch, you ready to cheat? Like, what the fuck? No, or, 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 Cardo, you record, you record that video in front of the woman's house you're cheating on your wife with. That man said that his own mouth. He has no sympathy for men who cheat on their wife. He said that out of his own mouth. He has no sympathy, no empathy, and they should be thrown thrown to the side and 
and women used to be strong and, and leave him and all this type of bullshit he'd been talking and look at him. Oh shit, Darius got a little bit more smoke for that nigga. Wait, yeah, so I, got, I got smoke for him. I'd have had women send me videos and would just say mm-hmm on it. I'm like, mm-hmm, what, bitch? What's what you talking about? Like, <laughs> why you listening to this thing? Who was dude? Yo? <laughs> so how, hey, come, did, how did he get busted? Uh, I think one of the girls came yeah, out. Yeah, as usual, one of the mistresses. Uh, he must have did. He must have did them wrong or whatever. And yeah, it's over with. Yikes! He been paying over to women and taking their money for years, telling them everything they want to have, making it seem like he's the perfect man. Like anytime a man do anything wrong, he he, he the type of nigga like if he breathe too hard around you, baby, leave him. He you know say he one of those type of niggas. <laughs> And, well, that, and now look at him. Well, my whole thing is, okay, I know of them, but I don't know him like that in the detail. Maybe you can answer this, Darius. Maybe you can answer this, day. But has the motherfucker ever done a video with his wife? He didn't do one until he got caught cheating, bro. <laughs> so, nobody ever did, seen his wife. Nobody I, Did nobody even know he had a Matter of fact, at first, nobody had a, knew he had a wife until the mistress came out. And was like, yeah, he cheated on his wife. And they like, what? He got He married? So he'd be giving all his advice to women. People didn't know he was married. And he never showed his wife ever on his Instagram nothing until he got caught cheating. Then he did a video with her. Holding so her he hand. tried to get his female base back. Holding her hand. And and, uh, and now it's coming more. She's doing more and more videos. I don't know if his wife trolling or what, bro. I really don't know if she's trolling or what. But She ain't trolling. I think she's just, she just a naive... No, I think I think she I think some I think I think she might have some uh some 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 mental some mental like slowness there, man. I don't think so. I think she's just naive. Like she's real, very religious, and I I, I believe she's just like stuck into that. So she's not like the internet type. So she don't know the backlash that's gonna come out for the shit she's doing. She been making video after video, nigga. She they definitely she definitely <laughs> know what's going on, nigga. But that man a piece of shit because you you caused this and you put your wife you put your wife on the front street to get embarrassed now. She's been getting, getting embarrassed for the past two three days because nigga, you trying to stay stay face. And look how bad it is, Ricky. That nigga that nigga Derek Jackson. <laughs> this nigga Derek Jackson made a reaction video to the video it's of him, him. To, to the video of him holding his wife's hand. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many red flags. So he's he's had these videos all this time. No one's ever seen him with a woman. I'm gonna assume he never had a wedding ring or anything on in any of these videos since no one. Knew I never paid attention. You know what? That's did he have? I, I never paid attention. So like that that that's weird. Like that would make me go. Why am I listening to you? If like that's just me. If I'm a girl, I'm like, why am I listening to this nigga? I've never seen him interact with a chick. Anybody could get on here and say some shit like that. You could have had like. Nigga, one of us could have got in there and ran that scam, but like that, that's yeah. wild. See, that's it's just a dude with a gift of gab that can prey on women's insecurities. Let me just be honest with you, like, like, Darius, like Darius said, that's exactly what it is, bro. It was just a dude that was saying what they wanted to hear, so it didn't really fucking yeah. matter. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, a black, it's a black man who said exactly what they want to hear, so that's all they needed. That's all they needed. And a lot of women have left. They left their man behind his words and shit. I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy looking stupid. Like, <laughs> Are you serious? People were leaving their their their. Wow. No real wow. shit. Not, not no joking. It, it was women that was leaving their uh, significant other, their husband or boyfriend, 
because of shit he was saying. Boy, I'm petty. I'd have to text my ex back. Mm. <laughs> Just like how they be hitting us with, I'd be like, mm. with a picture of him, be like, <laughs> like wow. I'm telling you, I I had a lot of fun texting uh, women who sent me his videos. You know what I'm saying? Talking, I'm like, oh, this is the nigga you was following, right? Oh, this is the nigga you listen to. Okay. <laughs> What's your take on this, Dan? You be on Twitter a lot more than those. How you, how they reacting? Oh, they they just said, well, it's it's a it's a. There's a multitude of things. Anytime any black man does anything, it's a referendum on the entire black, like black men as a whole. So this pandering ass dude who niggas been saying is 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 um not authentic. Now that it's confer- now that it's confirmed, now it's a referendum on all black men. That's one. Two. They giving shorty shit because of her. So like you know they 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 talking about her appearance. Her, her, the like the fucking uh, bonnets that she wearing. Her was she was on the video. She didn't have a bra on. All this different type shit. They they saying that she might be slow and all this different type stuff because of the reaction. The reaction of what's going on. Like you know, I don't know, man. It's it's weird, bro. It's weird. It's like they can never. They always try to translate uh, these type of situations to their situation, uh, unless unless. The the person who would be in their position, so I'm saying I'm talking about women on Twitter a lot of times. Like a woman will see a situation like this Derrick Jackson shit and say, ah, niggas ain't shit because the, the man is doing some foul shit. But when a woman is in a situation and she doing some foul shit, they either don't talk about it or they cape. You know, or they'll... so i.e. the Jada Pickin type thing. Or... Exactly, exactly. They'll... Maybe they ain't not a feminist though. <laughs> I'm I'm not a feminist, but not because of of that though, I'm not a feminist because feminism is for white people. Oh, okay. You did your knowledge, Feminism is for white people. It's, it is. It's a, it's a thing. It's, it's a white. Yeah. It is. Yeah, like it's not like white, 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 white women don't show up for black women when it's a fem, feminist. Thing. No, never. It's, it's so like <laughs> feminism is is for white people, bro. Like that whole shit. Yeah. Interesting. I've never heard that before. If you if you look into it, if you look into I'm it, not. there's a there's a um <laughs> nigga. Cut I'm being my, honest, I'm not. Why you, nigga cut cut my whole wisdom, uh, Darius? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna listen to you. You're like you're you're knowledgeable in this. No, babe, babe, get back to your bag, Dave. No, 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 but no bullshit though. If you if if you were to look into it, like it's it's a it's a thing called like intersectionality. So like. Black women, they're they're not only black, but they're women. So, like, that's like that's basically like being a double minority. Like, women are women, women are I won't even say minority, but like doubly oppressed in a way. I don't know if that's like the right phrasing, but they're women and then they're also black. So when it comes into feminism, like there's a there's a separation between like what you would consider white feminism versus black feminism because white Feminists don't show up for black women when it comes to like feminist feminist situations. Like the feminist movement is like when when, when white women are leading the charge, it's like feminism, feminism. But whenever it's some black woman shit for feminism that needs to be, the white women don't show up. So in a lot of ways, especially because feminism in a lot of ways is spearheaded by white women because they're the ones who are allowed the platform. Feminism in terms of like the movement in America, by and large, to me at least, 
it's it's a white people shit. It's not it ain't for black people because they don't show up when it's when when like you know when black people it's black issues or black women issues. That's just kind of if I could get a nigga stand innovation, I would. <laughs> Maybe you can stand up and clap. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was a great way of explaining that. And he, he's 100% correct. It took me a while to understand that, though. Like, I, cause, like, I, I saw, I saw, and then I, you, you see some women, you see some black women talk about it. And it's like, well, damn. It's like, it's, 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 it's just like racism just bleeds over into pretty much every facet of, everything, everything, uh, of, of, of life for black people. It just mm-hmm. does. Like it bleeds over into everything. So even with the feminism shit, they can't even get a fast shot there because it's like they're second class in that space also. Like they, you know. Yep. It's it's crazy. You're right. So where do the Asians come in and uh, do they like get rejected by the white people as well in the feminists, or is it exclusively just like it's every other race and just black people, from your knowledge. I never really thought about that, and I, I don't, I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really know too much about how how Asian pe- Asian people would fit into that because, to my knowledge, like Asian people in their in their culture and how they exist is like they're so a, a set off from everybody anyway. Like in in their culture, the like the. Uh, the traditional gender roles for their culture, I don't think they're they're as eager to unseat everything that's going on in their culture. Like, um, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the one to answer that question. But from what I know, they're not trying to like kind of undo all of the all of the shit that like was was basically taking place in in white white uh in the white culture and black culture in terms of like women being second rate citizens. We need to get a Latin person on this show so I can ask some questions. I'm curious how they see this stuff too, because I'm, I'm I'm like, just as you guys are, I'm, I'm used to seeing everything from a black point of view and also a white point of view because I deal with those type of people the most. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, since I've moved up here to Alaska, there's a shortage of everything else. So I'm curious of how they're seeing those type of things now compared to before when I lived in LA, I was around all the Hispanic homies and stuff all the time. So I could ask them more, you know, what was going on or how they were thinking. So I'm just curious how the space is going because it's just interesting that a lot of the other races are starting to step forward now and go, you know, hey, I'm not cool with this shit. Not to say that they didn't do it before, but it's a lot louder. Mm-hmm. I get what you So I'm I, just really curious. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. In a lot of ways, like, we've had conversations before, Cardo, where it's like um, people don't, like, really, really and truly – other communities of people don't really give a shit about black issues or, or anything concerning black people um, because it ain't them. That's, that's the shit is happening to. And then when, when they on the line, it's like, Hey, look, they fucking me up too. come holla at like, you know what I'm saying? Come holla at me. Like, so that's kind of the same thing from when we was talking about that whole, uh, the movie shit is the example that I, that I can think about the most as like, it's like we've been black people in general have been have, have been going through certain things, fighting for representation and kind of like front front lining for representation and spearheading like Oscar so white and all that type of stuff. And then you have a situation where 
uh, John Leguizamo and Dasha uh, from Orange is the New Black don't feel like they got their just due. And now they kind of want to like, like uh, piggyback on that and also like use use our, use that shit against it's it's just it's wild man it's wild how that shit is bro it's wild how that shit is to be honest with you hmm. I guess it's because they feel like they're superior to us also maybe that's what it is so they feel like listen that black shit is black shit until like the white people say nah we coming for y'all too and I, I don't know I wouldn't go as far as saying it's a superior thing I wouldn't do that. I think that's a little irresponsible. I mean, the Asian community is very racist toward black people. Yeah, but um, you just got through saying an example for the Hispanic community. So you kind of got to be a little bit more... Right, that's what I was confused. Were you speaking on Hispanic community or the Asian I was just community? Talking about, I, was talking, I was talking about in general. I was just talking about other communities in general. When it, um, when it comes to black issues, a lot of times when it comes to black issues and the plight of black people in this country... They quiet. They're very, very fucking quiet. And then when it's them, when the, when it's them that that are being the offended people, now it's now it's time to a black people. Because one thing about black people in this country, when it comes to being oppressed, we will we will shout loud as a motherfucker and have 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 uh the government beat us over the fucking head. But we gonna shout loud and say, hey, y'all are oppressing us. So when it comes time for other communities, when they feel like they're being like oppression and what have you, they like yo black people come fuck with us. Like y'all, y'all the ones who be shouting the loudest. And I just feel like a lot of times those same those 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 people, they are they're very they're in the in their own way they're very racist to us in, in a lot of ways as well. Um, African Americans and Africans fighting because Africans feel like they're so much better than us, and they feel like African Americans don't have culture. That's what they always say. Black people don't have culture. Uh, African Americans don't have culture. Yeah, that, that's a big conversation right there, boy. Man, I, I like, like, <laughs> it's, and it's so fucking stupid because I feel like I feel like black people have so much culture. Like African Americans, when I say that, African Americans have so much culture. It's not our fault that we were uh, enslaved and had to come here and create something else. But what we created, everybody emulates. It's amazing how they will tell us that we don't have our own culture because we don't know, like, the uh, the history. We're not like everybody else where we know. The, the absolute history of our entire people going back. Maybe you can try to look it up, but you got to look it up to find it. And then you really, even if you look it up, you ain't going to know certain exactly what everything is. But like, even with that, like we've, we came here and we're resourceful enough to create something brand new. We created our own shit and everybody emulates and emulates it. But everybody will say, well, we don't have our own culture though. What? That's wild. Like, this, this is going to sound stupid, and I really do apologize, but I don't want to forget this thought. You think in a couple of hundred years from now, even thousands, they'll look back and be like, the black man originated in the Bronx with hip hop, <laughs> since hip hop really is our culture. No, I'm not even going to be funny. I, I, I'm, 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 like, I hear what you're saying. Crazy guess, as yeah. hell, but that's, that's our culture. When you really think about black people, when it comes down to it, hip hop really is that culture thing that even lets anybody fuck with us, which is wild. When you really think about it, our our taste in music is what makes the rest of the world fuck with us. I that, said that. that I said so that. I said wild. that amongst other things because if you really want to trace it down, we've created every we've created all forms of music. To be honest with you, we created all forms all forms of music. Right. That and I, I would think jazz would be another thing that's like rock and roll. You can trace rock and roll. 
jazz, pretty much any yeah. all genre. I mean, we pretty much created all. Of it. You know, white music. They tried to whitewash they, that. They, they, they did. It. They, they did. And, they did. And it, the craziest part about it is the one the the dude Elvis that they tried to do it with. He took songs from the like one of the most influential rock and roll motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? That's when, but what that's that's get you know getting into a little bit of the weeds. I mean, we're having a conversation, so I guess you know it ain't too far far into the weeds to say, but like even with that, Ricky, you can say like it's so much to it, bro. It's just so much to it. But yeah. Well, hip hop's the only one we get credit for that they haven't said someone else did first. Well, jazz. I think we got jazz and hip hop. Jazz, hip hop. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think with jazz we get the right credit for that. When you think of jazz, I'll start naming other people that are outside of you know. No, I, 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 I believe I'm jazz. So maybe it's a little bit different for me. Right, right. I would like to know who, who you hear when it comes to jazz, Cardo. I don't listen to jazz, but when I listen to, when when I hear people talk about jazz, a lot of the times they're talking about some French dude or some shit overseas and not really the people that we have over here not to be funny when you're outside of circles i don't hear a lot about oh let's uh, uh let's talk about these black artists or whatever a lot of people when they start thinking of jazz jazz music and stuff a lot of people believe it or not think of french people because that's what's depicted on tv movies and all that type of shit when you start seeing jazz it's, new, shit, it's, you see that it's new orleans that's why that's why it's new orleans and new orleans uh you know that's a whole yeah, yeah, that's a whole another discussion, but New Orleans, Louisiana Purchase and all that different shit. So that's kind of why you hear like the influence there, but it's New Orleans for the most part. But for me, coming from New Orleans and where I live, like I, I know like Louis Armstrong and you know, motherfuckers like that. So I, I kinda I, I kind of view that with a little a little different. When it comes to rock and roll, the depiction that we get of rock and roll, like you said, I'm not gonna lie, that's really true. You get that white people were the the forefathers of it when in reality the white people stole from the black artists who were not allowed and able to kind of reap the benefits of the shit that they made like you know yeah they were still from mm -hmm. the, ch the chitlin circuit yeah, yeah, like, they would go like, steal all the high like, like sister was that sister was at a third are, are y'all familiar with her uh, uh sister no. rosetta if i'm not mistaken i think sister rosetta star rosetta tharp is the one who originally created Hound Dog, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, but she's she's like one of the she's like one of the foremothers of, um, you know, the genre basically, you know, uh, and along along with a, along with a, a bunch of other people. But it's funny because people were like, uh, "What's the guy's name? Chuck? Is it Chuck Berry?" Like, like people were saying, I, I, I just don't want to say it wrong. Uh, people were saying, like, Chuck Berry is one of the forefathers, but Chuck Berry said he studied Sister Rosetta Thorpe. So it's like, that's, I, feel, it's, I feel like almost all musical genres come from us. That's just how I feel. I, I agree. Right? That's cool. And it's even true. But my whole point is hip-hop so far is the only one that has not taken away. Taken by anybody that's been taken yeah, away. That was the only they, way they, it wasn't they, they able can't. to be whitewashed. Yeah, they. I no, I, I won't even go as far to say it can't be whitewashed because I don't. That, know, ha that I, hasn't been. Okay, that hasn't been. That that's fair enough. But as far as right now, I, I can't see you trying to start. <laughs> I can't even see the history books trying to alter shit to be like Eminem started hip hop. I know what you. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Even happening. Yeah. 
hip hop's the only thing that's like not tainted at well, I can't even say it's not tainted. It hasn't been stripped from us completely. And I don't see it happening mm-hmm. because we just that for whatever reason we won't allow it. And probably because of the heart. I just I've had the conversation the before on here with you. It's because the reason why you cannot whitewash hip hop is because hip is not it's not just a genre. Hip hop is beyond the music. Hip hop is the people. It's the literal people who live and breathe. It's us. It's the essence. It's the essence of us coming here, having this conversation, and the way we interact with each other. And y'all niggas get on this bitch and we laugh and joke with each other and say fuck. That's all us. That's all. That's hip hop. All that shit is hip hop. And, and that's why my first point from the beginning of this this particular conversation is: you think in a couple of hundred of years, even a thousands of years, that is going to be our history. History starts with us with hip hop. Sadly, do you think that's how that's going to be interpreted? Because so far, that's the closest thing to our religious, our way, or like how you have the feudal era uh, in Japan. We would have yeah, the Bronx in '79. <laughs> like, like I know that's. No, I get what you're saying. saying. Well, I, I disagree. That's... I disagree, but not. not... No, no, no! I never said that. It is. I said, do you think that's something that could no, no, possibly no, I, happen? This is a hypothetical. I, I, see, I see exactly what you're saying. I think I this, exactly this is the wrong word. Saying. I think this, this I, agree I, was the wrong word. But go ahead. No, that was it. I was just curious. No, I was saying. Uh, no, I, I I agree with Ricky saying. And I believe that's the reason why uh, we are so uh, we are so stingy with hip hop that we don't let a lot of stuff ride. I think that's the the this thing that people have for Eminem because they feel white people are trying to the make face, him the face the best and make him yeah make him the face and that's why people turned on him and I and I and I understand it because I I feel him because I, I believe it was going to that point where the uh the national media was trying to make Eminem the best the greatest he's this he, he's the best who ever did that. They were trying to make him the face. We just gotta be honest. We just gotta be honest about the the, uh, the the numbers in this country. It was less about white people trying to make Eminem the face, and more so about white people outnumbering us in this country and them patronizing his shit more than they patronize black artist shit. So in that and, and that in turn made it to where Eminem sold the most records because that's what the white people was buying. You know what I mean? But like 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 we just got finished saying. Hip hop is the people, and we. I'm gonna be honest with you, black, mm-hmm. black, black and culture. They won't let it happen. So black so culture is pop culture. I don't know if it, you, Ricky, knows this a little bit more it because is. he's on Twitter more. Black culture and what happens on Black Twitter is pretty much the pulse of the conversation of media for the most part. Like what's going, like it is. So it is. when when we decide that, like, yo, that shit ain't cool no more. It ain't cool no more. It just ain't cool no more. And that's kind of how that's kind of how that like Eminem didn't keep up with the times of what was and it did shit just wasn't cool no more. It just wasn't. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people just didn't people just turn on his music because of uh how how the white media tried to portray him. Like, I just don't think that shit was hit. I don't think it I don't so think that shit was hit no more. I don't think that shit was involved against him. No, it was that that too. No, don't get me wrong. That too. That too. It, like I'm not trying to say that he should was fire. People just like not listening. No, it was ass. So don't, don't get me don't get me wrong. But but I'm just saying like I, I believe um, hip hop as a whole seen that and it was like no, we're not letting this happen. We're not letting this happen. 
what happened with rock and roll. We not I, letting I this shit like, happen. Again. I just feel like this shit wasn't good no more, and that's why people stopped fucking with him. Because I, at a certain point, I was an Eminem fan. Like I, I remember. No, but it's at a point. It's at a point where he, even if he make good shit, because it ain't good. It, 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 it's that not shit. good compared. Even it's if it's good, compared to so what we fucking with, like I don't. Like, what a lot. No, for me, it's not just doing no more. It's, it's just like that. Eminem shit that you actually like. I heard a couple of his shit on his uh a few maybe not his last album put out, but one of them albums he put out not too long ago. He had some shit on there that was fire. I can't remember which one the, it was. Song, I can't remember which one it was. I listened to it. The last like, Man, song, this shit's dope. But but it's at the it's at the point where anything he puts out, he can put out the best music he ever made in his life. The last song, I'm not trying to hear that shit. And I, 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 I'm, I'm not mad at it. The last one I'm not mad at it. That I actually like or like I was really, really fucking with. Was survival. That was my shit. I was bumping that shit. This is survival love. I love that shit. Survival of the fifth. It was it was hey. it was rapping on that motherfucker. This is it. This was, <laughs> it, 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 it was going in. This was like I want to say this is probably damn near eight eight years ago though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. The last Eminem song that I heard that I thought was tight. He was a featured guest on Drake's song. What song was, what song so, was that? Yeah, that'll tell you how far that goes. It may not mean that the day y'all... Yeah, that long ago? That was the last time I heard an Eminem song that I liked, and it was honestly because he was on Drake's shit. I feel you, though. I'm, I'm going to be honest, honest but I don't go looking for Eminem, and to be honest, I probably never will. Like, I like a lot of... Uh, me neither. I don't want to look for it, but I just and I heard some, and I was like, "Oh, this shit." No, the parks of this shit. I like I like underground a lot more, a lot more. Like, I, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I this Marshall's Madness uh, LP no, two came out in two thousand thirteen, so that's eight years ago. Yeah, I fuck with I yeah. fuck with Survivor Heavy though. I don't even know the song. So I think that actually, I think the last song that I can remember, Eminem, he came out by himself. Like, really remember it was George Bush was going into office that uh, Mosh song. Well, that was my shit too. That was the album. That was the album that I um. That was the album that I I never forget it. I was in um North Carolina for the summer, and like for my yeah for my birthday, my grandmother got bought me a red CD player, and that was the album that had just came out. Like you know, I was I was a huge Junior fan, as y'all know. Um and like that was attached to it, like shady, whatever, whatever. So like that was the the last album that came out. It was the uh it was the Encore album, actually. And Encore has some shit on there. Encore has some shit on there. Yeah. But the song you talking about is the song you talking about is Mosh. It's probably 2004, 2005. The song you talking about is Mosh, uh Ricky. Uh what, what? <laughs> Bosh, Bosh, I haven't liked him like since two thousand. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, some shit on that boy. Yeah. He had Mark. He had Mark. That was the last album I was like. Yeah, Mockingbird on there. He had spent some time on. He had some shit on there, boy. I I like uh. Oh, I like I like the one he put out. I like the song when I'm gone. That shit was fire. And when I'm gone, no more. I like that one too. Okay, I know what you're talking about. He didn't put out songs I liked. It was just like albums. I was like, nah, it was like a lot of whack shit. He put out a lot of whack shit. He put out a lot of whack shit. <laughs> like, for real. A lot of that shit was ass. But he had one that was not too long ago that I was he like, has, man, this is actually good. He got so many the fans, point that he too. Like, they, they, 
They act like that nigga can't do no wrong. Anything he put out, it's just amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't say nothing about that. Like, like, like Machine Gun Cully kicked his ass. Let's be honest. He he kicked his ass. And they just will not let he kicked his ass. I don't agree with that. No, I, I understand a lot of people had that point, but I don't agree. That nigga said, that I nigga said, I know you get nervous, nervous, Marshall. Uh you some, whatever you said about that, the spaghetti line, you spell mama spaghetti. We, somebody said we wish you would we wish you would lose yourself in the music that you made a decade ago. It was better. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, yo, this nigga is this nigga spazzing on him. And I like him shit. M, just because he get to rhyme a lot of words. I'm, I got way too many napkins. Blampkin with the napkins. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't listen to neither of them. They were like, Machine Gun Kelly is no, I heard him and I, I just, I'm totally, I'm totally against the masses. The masses say that they thought Machine Gun Kelly won. I completely disagree. I'm talking about completely because I heard both songs and I'm like, what? But but, I, but what I'm telling you is that people just has it having that they man now. But Eminem was just the, like the, the enemy fans said he won though, like because he got so many fucking fans. No, no, no I'm, talk, I'm talking about to said, black people. I'm not talking the fans that he won. Mostly on my white, but his fans. Right, black people because the black people. I'm telling you, black people has turned. They completely turned on that man. They don't like that nigga. And I, I, I listen. I'm not mad at it. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they wrong for it. Oh, that shit was hard. I'm supposed to be the yeah. that never yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not saying yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad at it. I'm not I'm mad at it. But if you listen to if you listen to Machine Gun Set a song, Eminem song, without biasness, and you listen to that shit, Eminem shit was better. But nobody care. <laughs> Man, this nigga M used to be nice. What happened, M? Damn, bro. Damn, bro. You should have you should have made some drill music, M. I like my mom. I don't want to stuff on the I, like, I said, I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never like none of that. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. See, this, 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 is, this is the conversation I have with people who say it's say, say with Ricky here. Okay. Okay, so Ricky, have you ever sold drugs in your life? Yes. Have you ever sold packs? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Have you ever have you ever shot anybody? Like, have you ever did anything that you listen to in other hip hop songs? See, my thing is, my thing is, people say, "Oh, I can't relate to what he says." But a lot of these niggas ain't never sold a Tylenol. They they ain't never they ain't never punched nobody. Never had a fight in their life. But they can say they can relate to some shit that other niggas say. This is what I'm gonna say. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yes, yes, and yes. And to counter that. For people like myself who've never done any of those type of things, for the record, I've experienced exactly. it because I've been around it. I've never been around none, none of the people I've ever been around. Been like, I want to fucking kill my mom. I'd be like, Yo. you never, you never been around drug addicts. I've been around drug addicts, but I've never been around drug addicts that say I want to fucking kill my mom, the stupid cut whore fucking bitch. Like, no, I've never been around that. Have you? They ever put it no, well, these up no, to their moms? Yeah. No, no, no. That's that they want to. I know. I knew. I knew. I knew niggas that put their hands on their moms and cussed okay. up their moms. Never killed them. No, I don't. I don't know anybody. Ever this is this is why I feel like um your your analogy fails, Darius. Can you hear me? No, I never. Uh, this is why I feel like your analogy fails. Yeah, I hear you. There's a difference between 
like the glorification of drug rap uh, and all that shit, right? That shit is the the image that they're portraying and what was portrayed and what they was chasing was like that, like kind of mafioso type shit. That that imagery and what have you, and like that type of deal. So in the hood, the drug dealers are revered because that's like them niggas had had they had shit in the hood. So niggas listen to that shit because they can identify with the drug dealer that was from the hood that had. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and all that good shit. So, no, I ain't never sold a motherfucking thing. I ain't never did nothing. I ain't never committed no crimes. I've never been handcuffed by the police. Nothing. Nothing at all. But I can identify with the music because, one, just because I ain't did it, I know motherfuckers. I know motherfuckers that did do it all who are in, who are really, really tapped into it. Um, Just because I ain't, like, I know it. I, I know enough. I've li- I live in New Orleans, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That we... We at, at at certain times niggas wasn't living in the best of places. You know what I mean? So even if you're not, if you're a kid and you're not out here getting into shit like that, and you don't live in the best of places, you are around it. Like I I I remember being a fucking baby and they have a shootout in the apartment complex that we living in, and a fucking bullet goes through our went our front window. So just because you ain't you ain't cut from the cloth that you're talking about, that don't mean that you ain't around that shit. That's a different, that's a that's a black experience that is shared by a lot of people who actually live in a black community. Whereas uh, the shit that Eminem be talking about, like him glor, like it's like a glorification of wanting to be uh, expressively violent toward his mother. I don't identify with that shit at all. And it ain't some shit that I want to patronize. You know what I'm saying? But just, just because, but why, why would you want to patronize drug dealers? But my thing is, my thing is, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. My, no, wait, wait, wait. My thing is, just like you said, you've been around. Now, I've been around guys okay. whose moms was crackheads and they hated her, and they hated her, and they, 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 the, they didn't go fuck if she lived or died. They didn't care. They they were with a crackhead mother, and they don't give a fuck if that woman lived or died. They can care less. And so they 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 I, I know dudes in the hood who can hear that. Go for them. And feel no, what no, he's saying. No, for them, they are not. They, they don't give a fuck yeah, about her. We was we was blessed to grow up. We was blessed to grow no, up with mothers who's not like that. that that's is, a blessing. There is, they are not. You know they are not me, and I'm, I'm assuming they are not Ricky. If they feel like they want to tap into and really, really, really dive deep into the nigga that's talking about how he want to assault his mother. You know what I'm saying? If uh, gory and graphically talk about the ways he want to kill his mother and his baby mama and all this extra shit. Like they, that's not that's not the type of I'm no, you can want to do whatever you <laughs> want to do whatever you want. I don't think that black people, the art form, how we pay, how we approach the art form that is rap, that ain't our type of time. It's never been. It's never it's never been our type of time. Granted, you got some motherfuckers that came after Eminem who approach it that way sometimes because I feel like that's something that he kind of uh, brought to the, the forefront is like that, that that type of style. But this is what I, I wanted to say before I get too far away from it. I think I think the, the part that you're the part that you're uh, there's a separation between the two because even in the music that you're talking about, we patronize that uh, we don't even part we, like we don't partake in the lifestyle. Even though even those motherfuckers talk about the crackhead mamas that you are discussing, they 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 discuss that as well. There is a there's a difference to the approach of the drug music 
and I want to beat up my mom's music. It's just different. That's it's different. And like I said before, the uh, the the adoration that that the, that our community has toward drug dealers is is it's just a it's just a different affinity for that as opposed to uh the at the like. I won't even say whatever the opposite of adoration is toward that shit that Eminem do. It's just it just is what it is. Granted, I like that cleaning out my closet so a lot. Like, like I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just you know my, my whole thing is I just want us you know as as the hip hop community just to admit <laughs> that, and I'm not mad at. It. Don't get me wrong, I'm not mad at. It. Just admit. I don't, think it's, he's he's, I don't think it's because he's white, bro. It's not about. I don't think it's because he's white, bro. It's not about because he's white, bro. It's because he's white. Darius, I'm going to agree with you. It does have to do with him being white because his surrounding, his surroundings is different. Um, for example, Ghostface, any of these type of rappers, they can start rapping and tell you these imageries. We're not glorifying the necessary lyrics of what's going on the visuals right. the visualizations for us are so real that we can see it we can relate to it and go from there i can imagine ghostface rapping about his mom and i don't think he's done this at all i'll walk up to my mom and i shoot her in the head now she's dead cool we got that gun boom dead when eminem starts going I'm going to take my mom, drag her upstairs, get the chainsaw, fucking rip her skin off and fuck her in the ass and then cut her head off. It's like, whoa, whoa, Kyle, calm down. You're wilding out. I, I can't visualize that. I can, I, can, I can visualize some dude shooting someone because I, I can't. I, I've seen that type of thing. The extra shit with the torture music and all that stuff, even with hip hop, there's a reason why that doesn't take off in hip hop for real. There's a torture lane that uh, what do you call or, it? Like horror or whatever, like horror but they tried court. to get all that. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's Detroit yeah, based shit. That's where I know it from. No, it's from the, the stuff I'm talking about is before Detroit even got blown up for it. This is like I think it's called like Brian Rapper or something. It started. Well, I'm, I'm talking shit, about like horror like, like I know uh, back in the Mark day. One fuck with some niggas that do that shit. Well, I, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm specifically not talking about that. I'm talking about back in the day when they have. Black people that were kind of doing the Eminem shit when they were like, yeah, imagine just ripping off the mm -hmm. skin off the dick and shooting them in the face and like all, all right. that extra shit. It's like, yo, we get it. And ours is more like, yeah, I walked up, I socked moms and then I shot the bitch. It's like, boom. Yes, that's nothing you want to glorify at all. But when it goes to that next step where it's like, yes, I walked up, I got the butter knife and I skinned her skin back. And while she screamed, I start raping her. The juice is on my dick and I'm feeling, you know, just like, yo, what the... It, it gets uncomfortable. It's one thing to I shot mom in the head and I slapped mom in the head. That's not cool, but it's like straight to the point. I get it. You're angry at mom. Now, when you start sodomizing mom, raping mom, and you're getting an erection because her screaming all you're like, yo, dude, you're you're kind of wilding the fuck out. And dude does. does that at times, no? Not those exact lyrics, True. but he goes into a, a detail that's no, uncomfortable. And I think that's what the difference is. Like, I don't want to do that to my mom. If I'm mad at my mom, just like everybody on here at some time, all of us has done it at some point. I fucking hate you, mom. I wish you would go away. Or, I, you know, shit, shit like that. That's normal kid stuff. But I've never got up and be like, yeah, I want to take the chainsaw and skin her and wear her face and fucking run around and fuck her ass with a grenade. Like, it's like, yo, what is wrong with you? Like, you're doing the much. You're doing much. You're doing much. And I think that's where the separation is for glorifying it. Some of the kids, 
from that side of the town, they get down with that shit. I've, I've watched them. Yeah, I, I like that shit. Yeah, kick her ass. Fuck you, mom. I've seen that shit. I've seen that shit here in Alaska. Some of these kids talk crazy to their moms and shit like that in there. And I'm like, couldn't be a nigga. Like, dead ass. You get pop your mama fire off on you. Nope, they want to have time out. They want to have talk. Cool, that's how you handle your household. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I think it's the same thing with hip-hop. We'll say, yo, I'll slap a bitch. Cool, no one wants to really see a bitch get slapped, but we understand, yeah, shut up, bitch. <laughs> we get that. Now, when you start saying, yeah, I want to grab this bitch by her hair and do all these things, it's like, yo, whoa, bro, whoa. And I think that's really the difference. The, the, the. And see, see, maybe I'm different because with me, like I, I love my mother more than anybody can love her mother. Like I love her mother to death. So, but I can also listen to Eminem music and it still get what he coming from, and not because I, I, I can still get it. I get it, even though he's going into some torture shit and saying different type of wild shit about his mother, his baby mother. I get it, even though I don't want to do that. And just like I can listen to Bone. And they talking about playing with Ouija boards and, and spirits coming and, and and all this. And they chanting on their song. So I, I can listen to that. <laughs> like them even though I'm not into that, I can, I can, but I can still balance both and understand where both are coming I, from. I, I'm not going to say one is just get that bullshit hey, out of here I, because I, he's saying this. I don't relate I, to I that think you're just a weirdo. None of these niggas relate to bullshit. Yeah, you're a you're, Maybe you're, maybe I'm a weirdo. It could be the case. You and Lance Ransom the same because I, I don't like Bone Thugs and Harmony either. Like I recognize they can rap really fast and they got some technical shit, but no, I don't want to play with Mr. Ouija. No, I don't want to do none of that shit. But no, but I, but it's just like but you you listen you listen to MF Doom and nigga they had a mask on his face all his damn career. Like that's your favorite rapper. But I'm just saying, like this nigga Darius takes a mask on his face have to do with the shit we talking about with content. No, I'm just saying, but I'm just thinking you talking about a weirdo. What the fuck? No, he is a weirdo. I'm saying, nigga, you're a weirdo. Like, that, that <laughs> right, so what the fuck is you talking about? Stop, that's being, that's stop, being, stop being fair, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Gang up on a nigga with people's time. Damn. <laughs> fuck. No, shut your ass. I gotta be fair. Y'all both my friends. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and, like, you know, be like, oh, let's jump Darius and then turn around and be like, oh, let's jump Dan. Sometimes, unfortunately, it goes like that, but when it's something we could be logical about. Cool. Now, if we're just joking around and shit like that, yeah, but at least that's how I'm interpreting it. That's all. No, that's all. No, I'm not. No, seriously, I'm still not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm really just pointing out the hypocrisy. No, this how I. This how I'm doing. I was gonna point out the hypocrisy is at some hip hop fans. I think niggas just don't. Not all niggas just don't like him, bro. Like when he was good, it was good. No, no, that's understandable. I, t- I stand the whole time. Like, I understand why. Like, but I just want people to be real about it. Just be real. Because I be real. I don't like him because he's white. You know what I'm saying? It's not because he's white. I keep it When that nigga was making good music, niggas was fucking with it. It was undeniable. But then when that shit got, when that yeah, shit I mean, got, I when that shit got weak, niggas stopped fucking with it. That's it. That's that simple. When he was. He was nice. We was all in. When that understandable, understandable. I that 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 I agree with, but I don't. My problem is not you, not not what you just said. But what you just said is completely understandable. But other people say they don't. Um, 
they don't all, understand that is all, his but that is also, And but, that's, but that that's is what also I have a problem. Okay. As well now you're being hypocritical. Black people, that, because black, I don't, people will not, black people will not understand no, the perspective of a white person, a white person, and some of the shit that they, they have to... Like, we come from two totally different walks of life. And that nigga's... You're just not going to get the hypocrisy. You're not going to get it. Because I, I, I displayed it. Ricky, do you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm saying, like, if you his music was trash, cool. I have no problem with that. It's been trash. I've said he's been trash since, like, old foe. He's been ass since about old foe. He's been ass. I, I, I'm not here, like, arguing against that. What I'm saying is I don't like to hear hypocrisy when they, when they say... I, I feel I like, I, um, like I completely, I completely uh, well, understand what you're saying. I, I, I completely understand it, what you're saying because you I, said I, it I, already. I, I get I, what you're saying. You're saying there's a hypocrisy there because... The same people that say that they don't fuck with Eminem because they don't get it because he's a, he's a whatever he's a white whatever. They, those same people patronize uh, music that don't relate to personally to their lifestyle, correct? Like drug rap and all that, that type of shit, right? Right? And, and what, that's what I'm saying. What, what, and what I'm telling you, they can't relate. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you, I can relate, relate to a drug you've never been involved in. You like this Chicago scene? You've never relate. been involved in none of that shit. If you gonna let me, if you let me finish, I can tell How you. can you relate to that? Say, I can relate to a black person in a in a. I don't under. I, like the shit that I didn't understand about it was the the root of a, a internal war that keeps going on. That's the part that I couldn't get. But in terms of the shit that they doing with the with the killing, drug dealing, and all that shit, I, that shit is in my in my in, in, in my city. I get that. I understand that because that's. What, but so that's so this, that's, that's what I'm talking right. about. I'm not talking about the kid of the drug that most of the stuff they're talking about you never heard that's of. Not, you ain't know what a genie of being a price or a stone. That's the, about, the, the terminology going to be different in, in every hood. That's, that's not there. The, the terminology. You don't, even, you don't even know what that is. The, the, the terminology is going to be different say all this, in any hood that you go But for the most part, even even with the gang shit, for the most part, and, I, and I'm not saying that Chicago Chicago ain't unique because the way that they're having is unique. But the way that you, the way the way that y'all the, way, the shit that y'all doing, it's the same shit in every every ghetto that you go to. Is 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 clicks beefing and killing up each other and everything like that. Now the the difference between Chicago and a lot of hoods is y'all shit got an internet element to it that puts the killers, the killers and the person that was killed in front of people's faces. In other places, that shit is happening behind the scenes. Niggas don't want to be out on front street, but it's happening everywhere. What I'm trying to say is, I cannot, I can, I can relate to, I can relate to those people because I know those people. That's why I can relate to those. I grew up with those people. That's why I can relate to those people. Niggas, most most niggas did not come up with M and M's, bro. That's why they can't relate to that shit because they didn't come up with that. They didn't grow up with that nigga. That's why they can't relate to it. I I grew up. Yo, I grew up with niggas that be- I grew up and was around and, and went to school with and played basketball with and came up with niggas who wound up being murderers. I ain't, I, I, I like I, I I didn't become a murderer. I I never partook in that lifestyle, but I know those niggas. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I can relate to that because I know those people. I don't like I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Ain't a lot of white people in New Orleans, bro. It's no white for the most part. I don't know anybody. I have no white friends, but I'm no niggas that pissed with their mom. <laughs> I know that. 
And I don't know no white people. Like, I have no white friends, but I know niggas who pissing with their mom. And who gonna give a Man. fuck if she live, uh, alive or dead? That can listen to that song and be like, I feel what the fuck he's talking about. Like, like, fuck that like bitch. I said, maybe that's why you can. Me either. I don't, that, a, but I don't, I don't know, know nobody like that, that either. So I can't. And that's. I'm not going to say there's not people out there because there's people of all type of walks of life out there. That's like, that's inevitable. But as far as the people I'm around, I don't know niggas like that. To be honest, it's. I know a nigga like that. I wouldn't want to know that. I would not want to know that. I would not want to know that. I would not want to know that. No, I'm not that saying I'm going to go do it, but you know, shit happens. I'm not saying shit happens. I'm not saying you or you're cool with it or anything like that. I'd be like, yo, I don't give a fuck. Y'all can say what you want, nigga, because most, I hope y'all would do the same. I'm calling the cops for that nigga. That nigga tripping. That nigga Darius, like, I can't call the cops on him, Joe. I don't know what his mama did to him. <laughs> no, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm not, I'm really not mad at it. But me personally, like you said, I can't relate to that shit. I'm like, like cool. I'd be like, yo, stall your mom out. Let's go. I know you're mad. I try to take them away from that situation. Not saying you didn't do that. No, no, I care how you handled that situation. I'm not even judging you. I'm telling you what I would do. Me personally, I'd, I'd be like, yo, I'll be honest. I'd probably be like a little like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, what the fuck? All, all right. All uh, right. Yeah, I gotta go, bro. You wildin'. This nigga tripping. Like y'all be saying, I'll be saying some crazy shit. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. We was blessed. Like we all us up. All this phone was blessed, man. We was blessed. We 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 didn't grow up with a mother like that. We blessed, man. We we should love our mothers for that because we ain't have to go through that. So, it, but it's for like example, this particular that's, topic. It's still a demographic for that music, and just like a demographic for the drug music, the game culture. And whatever it's, I don't understand why people can't listen to that music and just not recognize it just for the talent that he has, and just saying I don't understand the content. But they can listen to the drug music. A lot of these things. I'm not talking about you, Dame. I'm not talking about you, Dame, or Ricky personally. I'm talking about people in general that can listen to that music. I, that I got a question. Ain't never been around. I got a question. I got a question. Because you give me the Eminem equivalent. In, in, in a black artist, like what's the Eminem equivalent as a black artist, like a black rapper that does what Eminem does? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, let me think. I, I had to think for a second. I would have to say. I can tell you. I can tell you some rappers uh, who, who, who 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 do who do who do I'll things see. technically. Like, like I'm the, talking about, like skill wise, technically, multisyllabic pattern work that he does. And they implement like certain things that he doing to his style, but I can't tell you no like really famous rappers who who have who've, who've gotten like real real big success that has the content that Eminem has. I can't tell you any. I think by and large we don't. I think by and large the black community just don't like um, that kind of shit because there's no black. It's no black people that's successful with that kind of style. It's understandable. See, I miss see, see, my thing is, I don't, like, my my whole thing is, like, I don't have a problem with it. Like I just said, I don't, I don't know fuck with the nigga. Like, I'm not uh, a super Eminem fan. My thing is, I, don't I just think, don't, I, 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 I think, I think that's what we disagree. I think that's what we disagree. It irks me sometimes. Because I be wanting to tell niggas, like, yo, bitch, not, not y'all person. I'm not talking about y'all. But I'm just saying, certain people I see that say, oh, well, I don't 
man, I can't get into that kind of nigga. Your ass is from the suburbs. You ain't never seen cocaine in your life, nigga. But, but you can see it, and, 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 and I don't think I don't think I've ever seen like you. you, you talking about, I know you ain't calling me a bitch, but you talking about me. I love Pusha, I love Pusha T. I, 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 I don't understand it. That's really what you're about to say. All right, man. So um, let's get into this NBA trade down deadline talk, man. Um, pretty much that's been all of the sports news is what what teams are doing at the trade deadline. It's pretty active, so. Let's get into it, man. We're gonna kick it off. Uh Darius, tell me what you feel about the Heat's moves. They they traded for Victor Oladipo and Nehemiah. Nehemiah a little bit. The belly just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I I think they was two great moves. Uh for one, um, especially for what they gave up. They didn't have to give up much to get two mm-hmm. impact players, in my opinion. Um, with Victor, they needed somebody else that could create their own shot. Um, like last year playoffs, you know, Jimmy damn had to do everything. Now you have somebody else who can break the defense down Joe Flacco. on offense and can guard three positions very well. Right. well that, that was a great pickup. And with Valencia, uh you you're getting a shooter, somebody who can stretch the floor uh when depot or uh Jimmy break the defense down. Get somebody who's a knockdown shooter, and I, I think that guy is very underrated. And he's a, he's a good rebounder as well. Uh, he just didn't get enough minutes in Sacramento because of all the bigs they got there. So I think that was a good move for me. Both of them. How you feel? How you feeling, Carter? Um, over some good moves. I mean, they don't have to worry about Kelly Olynyk anymore. Which, if I'm not mistaken, he was going to have to uh, get a new contract next year or the year after. So they get him off of the books. Uh, him and Belitza are pretty much like the same goddamn person. I think Belitza is a lot better shooter. Uh, the last few years, he was like shooting at 40 to 44%. Uh, Kelly Oubre, not Kelly Oubre, Gabriel Olenek, I think his best was last year, and that shit's falling off way bad. Like, he has not been shooting like he did last year. Um, dude's a little bit better of a defender, and if I'm not mistaken, earlier this year, he put up like 25, 8, and 10 or some shit like that on the Heat. So, good replacement for that. As far as El Adipo, Oladipo should be everything that they were hoping they could have got out of Avery Bradley because Avery Bradley's been, like, non-existent for the Heat. He's been, like, super injured and whatnot. So you get to trade off for that. Now you get to see how the Heat would look, at least with, you know, another facilitator, facilitator someone who could defend, someone who could uh, shoot the three ball and give Jimmy some actual space so he can try to slash like he needs to do instead of him having to worry about trying to create every damn shot. So I think all in all, it should be interesting. I don't really know how good it's going to be. On paper, the shit sounds nice, but... The Heat hasn't looked that great this year. I know they've been super injured and whatnot, but even with everybody coming back, you know, it's still Jimmy doing everything and everybody's just standing and looking. So we'll see. So this is my thoughts on this trade. Uh, the Nehemiah, Benjamin, whatever his name is, I'm not trying to say it wrong. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like him for Olympic, you're pretty much, that's a lateral move. Yeah, dude is he's decent. Um, and you probably pay him way less than what you had to pay Kelly because Kelly probably is is gonna need that contract, like you said. But to me, that's pretty much like a static move. He's a he's a uh, uh what is it? He's a, a floor spacer also, you know, he's a stretch big. Cool. That's all right, cool. In terms of the Ola Depot thing, what makes the Ola Depot move all right, to me at least, is the fact that um 
for pretty much, for lack of a better word, you gave up nothing to, to, to test this shit out. You gave nothing up to test out uh, if Oladipo has anything. And for the Heat, they, the, the rumor is already that they wanted to sign Victor Oladipo anyway. So the fact that they are now, um, so the fact that they are now able to try it out for a year without much of any, like, you know, recourse at all, they pretty much get to test it out and see if the dude is going to be good in their system. And then afterwards, they'll get to sign him if they want to or not. If they don't, cool. Now, my personal opinion about Victor Oladipo, Victor Oladipo has been a terrible basketball player for like the last few seasons. He has not come back from that injury the same player that he was before. So I don't expect him to flourish in Miami because he hasn't been good since he got hurt. Uh, I think he broke his kneecap, and ever since then, he's been kind of subpar. Like, he's, he's, shoot, he's shoot, been shooting around 40%, 40%, not good from the three-point line at all. He does play defense, and he is a, a, a playmaker. But, I mean, like, from – I'll just say this. A couple years ago, Victor Oladipo joining the Heat looked like a, an amazing prospect, you know, like based on what you saw they had already. That looked like a – a, a real good marriage. I just don't think Victor Oladipo is the player that his his uh his reputation is is allowing people like people think about what they remember in that that series against uh, LeBron, and he's he hasn't been that player for some time now. So it's a it's a low it's a low risk high reward uh trade for Oladipo. I I I don't know if he still is the player that can do all of the things that. Uh, Darius was describing when he led this off. Um, the reason why I don't agree, Oladipo was never a high field goal percentage guy. Um, like this year, he averaged in 21, 5 and 5 on 41% shooting. 41% shooting is around his average, what he has done his whole career. He, he's never been a high field goal percentage guy. So you saying he's terrible. That I, I'm not understanding that because he's basically he right now he's putting up damn in the same numbers he's had his over his whole career. Bro, that shit. Have you watched? Have you watched Victor Deep on the Rockets? Yes. Yeah, because remember I, I used to talk. I used to it's talk it's to Bayo, and I was asking him when he first came back, like, man, is he done? But he, but he actually stepped it up. He's he he can still play. This it's been but it's bad, hard to play for. It's been oh, bad, bro. The one like I, I'm not even about to cut you off. I'm gonna let you finish. The one season no, that every the, the the one season that everybody is uh holding on to when he was good is he 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 shot forty seven percent from the field, uh Darius. That is a that is a steep fall off from that player, bro. No, am I wrong in saying that? Forty from going from forty seven now, for, like he's forty seven that year. Ever since that injury, he's been 42, 39, 41, 42, and forty this year. That's that's a whole different player. He hasn't gotten even close back to that efficiency he was shooting at. That made him the player that we thought was like, oh man, this guy's gonna play like this. My God, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, well, but he, had, he got hurt the next year, and he, you know, he really just starting to get his legs back this season. I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not... I don't know about that. What you was about to say, Cardo? Well, have you considered the fact that since he had that injury in that year, he's been put as the second option and the ball taken out of his hand? You had uh, the dude that came over from the Bucks. What's his name? Uh, not Bogdanovic. Um, Brogdon. 
Brogdon, Brogdon came and took over the role. He took the ball from out of his hand. So he can't do what he did best because before he didn't have that competition. He was the primary guy. Then when he goes over to Houston, John Wall takes the ball out of his hand. John Wall is the primary guy. Then they both get hurt at the same time. He hasn't had too many games where he can lead the offense by himself and they give it over to the Porter kid. I get, now he's going. I get what you're saying, Cardo. I'm just looking at his stats. It, it looked like he's shooting the same, like he's shooting the same amount of times. Like it's not I, I get what you're saying in terms of him getting the ball taken out of his hands. But like like Darius said, it's the same kind of assist numbers and rebound numbers. It's just no, the offensive efficiency is going down. I'm looking at I'm just looking at the numbers. You go ahead. You, my bad that, that's cool, but you, you have to put context into that though. Just because you're getting the same amount of shots isn't the shots that you're taking. Those shots can come off of assists. He could be catching and shooting. He's not creating the shot for himself and taking the shots. He's comfortable picking his spots. Those things are coming into play when you have other people facilitating the ball from you where before you were that guy with the ball in your hand having control of I'm gonna take this shot here I'm gonna pull up from three I'm gonna do this that t- takes a whole different toll on your game so maybe that's what it was because I have I've watched a lot of the Pacer games the last few years and I'll watch some of the Houston games in this year because I was trying to do it for DraftKings purposes to see what's what and Every time I see him with the ball, most of the time he doesn't have the ball in his hand. It's them passing off to him, and he's taking a corner shot. Or sometimes in transition, he'll get the ball, and then he gets to pick a shot. So I think that might have something to do with it. But even then, I lean toward your side with the agreement. What's going to happen? Because he's, he's about to – I was going to say that to you for just telling me that. I was like, well, what you think about to happen when you go to Miami? You think they're about to take the ball out? Because Jimmy needs the ball in his hands to be to be good. Well, well, no, well. Last year, Jimmy didn't. Jimmy didn't have the ball in his hand. He pretty much gave it up to Hero. He gave it up to Hero and um and um and Drogic. A lot of the time, he was playing with shooters. But when it came down to it in the finals, what was it? It was the Jimmy Butler show. Yeah, at that point, you have a choice. That's because Drogic was hurt, and you know, so it was like he just hit. It it came to a point where he didn't have a choice. Let's not pussyfoot around it. Drogic got hurt. But at that point, what it came down to was the that he was the only grown man in the in the backcourt. That's what it came down to. Duncan Robinson started playing like a fucking child. Tyler Hero started playing like a fucking child. But see, now he got somebody who ain't gonna play like a child. He got another grown ass man with him. That's that what nigga, yeah, but the nigga that we're talking about and relying on ain't been. I don't know, bro. Like, like, I, like I said, I like, I, I like Victor Oladipo. Twenty-one five and five is not is hard to do. I don't care what you say. Twenty-one five and five is hard. hard it's not hard to do when you get to go out there. Yes, and it is. Take take bad <laughs> shots all game and, and lose twenty-four games in a row. That shit ain't hard. It ain't hard to do that. If, if hey, come out here, shoot bad shots on bad percentages, we're gonna lose every game. But get your numbers. That shit ain't hard to do. It ain't hard to do. Well, all I will say that'll be interesting that a lot of people don't talk about is the Miami Heat's plus play style in the half court. They make tremendously great cuts to the basket. Jimmy can eat off of that. The Jimmy can eat off of that because last last uh, finals they were killing it with that. So I expect Oladipo to at least get Jimmy the ball when he needs he's to a very good pass. Those cuts. And that's, and that's you know, one like thing. I said, it'll be interesting. And that's one thing in the playoffs they. You know, they can lock down. You know, it's different from the regular season and playoffs. When they come to the playoffs and you got Jimmy and uh Oladipo out there on the wing, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for teams to score and they're gonna get points off fast breaks because they go they get steals. I was about to so ask it's gonna be question. I'll go ahead. Like, right, so so uh it was the question about the scoring shit. Um do you do you think uh Carmelo Anthony was allowed to go 
on the team and shoot every shoot that bitch every time down. He 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 he, he couldn't get twenty a game. I think he could. You made my point for me. I, I, I thought it was about, I thought you was gonna say no. All right, cool. We can move on. No, Carmelo still Carmelo got enough skill to get twenty right now a game. That's I, yeah. that's all I'm saying. If you let a nigga, I don't think. See, my thing is, I don't think Carmelo Anthony's twenty would be a good twenty. I, and 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 that's me being a diehard. Carmelo Maybe not. It would not be a good twenty. Maybe not. It would not be a winning twenty. It wouldn't be a winning twenty because he he don't he don't have. He don't have the endurance no more to get a good a good twenty no more. Like he, but, but I'm talking about on a consent on a night night and night out basis. Can he get can can Carmelo go out there and get you a good twenty a game that's gonna impact winning in the right way? I don't think so. And I kind of think it's the same for Oladipo. Oh, oh shit! Uh, you saw that? This nigga here. Well, he tried it. Did you, he, he got fouled. He oh, got they called a foul? He got fouled, bro. Oh, shit. He got fouled, bro. <laughs> he got fouled. Wow. He got, wow. He, got, he definitely got hit on the arm. Um, what you gonna call it? Trevor Reese hit him on the arm. The double about the inbox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, CJ McCullough, McCullough not ready yet, man. He had that, that, that crazy first half, and his legs was gone after that. He definitely got fouled. You see it? Right on the, right yeah, on the elbow. Yeah, yeah, he definitely. Well, ooh, did he touch him? Oh, this got him on the elbow, bro. Hey, hey, Dame. To counter your point about going out there and getting killed twenty times, Houston's been up and down with their damn roster. That roster's been exactly. Hit, that roster's been hurt. Christian Woods hasn't been there. John Wall has played like every other game. Then he had a stretch when he wasn't. Playing you know, the people wasn't time. playing for a while, and that's the thing. When they was together at first, they looked decent. <laughs> They were getting it done. They were doing solid. So I don't think that's fair because Oladipo's best year, he had shooters around him where he was able to do what he needed to do. If he ran to the cup and saw something better, he'd pass it out. Right. You have Bogdanovich hit the fucking corner three for you. He had all the tools that he needed. Mm-hmm. I think on this Heat team now, I'll have tools. The only problem, again, is I don't know how him and Jimmy Butler is going to be able to play off of each other. Those cuts and stuff are cool, but Jimmy, you're going to have to take some of them threes. Let's be real now. He can't be being timid with them threes looking at it now, but I don't know. I think if other people tell that nigga shoot the damn three, Jimmy will go fuck it and shoot the three. He ain't well, that's scary, a, that's but I don't thing. know. That's we'll the see. thing. Oladipo will take the shot. He just missed the bitches. He ain't no bashful nigga. He will definitely shoot that motherfucker. Like Darius know that. He gonna get that motherfucker up. Yeah. Now is it gonna go in? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's not Oladipo I'm talking about. He's talking about Jimmy. Oh, okay. Jimmy. He's talking about Jimmy, Jimmy being scared. Jimmy's to gonna have to take that. Yeah, he's gonna have to take those three. He can't cut every time. Sometimes you'll be able to cut, but you can't try to cut if he's going toward the basket because y'all going to run into each other. You're going to have to sit back and take that damn three or take the midi. You're going to have to – one of them's going to have to give. Well, Jimmy don't, don't have a problem with taking the midi. He take the midi all day. It's a, it's a ball. He just lost confidence. I don't know what happened with that. He was a 36, 37% shooter when he was here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he just stopped, it's like he just stopped well, shooting that bitch. I don't know. I'm going to be <laughs> – I'm going to be 100% honest. He had nothing to lose when he was with the Bulls. There wasn't as much pressure. He wasn't in the finals. When you're on the Bulls and you're just out there with a gang of whatever-ass people, then you could just have the green light to do whatever. I don't give a fuck about it. I'm shooting high volume. Wouldn't you? Like, I, I, I can do it. Wait, the Bulls was a playoff player. team. Like, it wasn't like he, he was from, a team that wasn't making playoffs. Jimmy went from – Jimmy went from uh, – And this – I know niggas would be like numbers, whatever, but numbers tell a story. He went from three three-point attempts – yeah, he, he took 
He took four and a half three-point attempts in Minnesota. Went, went down to 2.7 in Philly. In Miami, he's shooting – he shot two in his first year, and now he's shooting less than two. Like, that electric – like, it's like it's something there, bro. He, granted, he's never he, been like a, a – I, I don't know what happened. Nigga, but, like, that got to let – that got to tell you something. And with Victor Oladipo, why I say he's never been bashful, this nigga Victor Oladipo, he probably shoot too many threes. He, he got 5.3, yeah. 5.8, 6.0, 5.5. In the last three – in the last three on the on thing, he got 7.7. 7.7 three-point attempts a game. Like that's a lot. Yeah, of that's too much. Three, that's too much. Right? Oh, the depot should not be taking seven threes, guy. <laughs> eight, it's, it's almost. It's basically eight threes a game. Well, when he was when he was at OKC, he didn't have a choice because Westbrook wasn't letting him touch the ball and do his thing. <laughs> Same for Sabanas. Uh, when he got over to the Pacers, <laughs> all of them were just sh- shooting threes. The niggas turned the stars. They were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then after he got injured and came back, and they had a new point guard. He kind of had no choice but to kind of, you know, stay your ass on the corner and let me do my thing because this is my team now. And that's one thing I wanted to say, though. Yeah, Rick, he that. still got it. And that's a, that's, what, that's what I was trying to say a little bit earlier. He still got his assist numbers, though. So that makes me think that he still had the ball in his hands. He was still around, like, five or six yeah. a game. No, he's a, he's, a good, he's a very good passer. Oh, deep I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just talking about, like, his playing style being impacted. Because, you know, no. to, get your, to get five assists a game, you got to have a ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're a scoring nigga and you got five assists a game, you got to have a ball in your hands to do that. The Pacers swing the ball a lot, so that's no. He's talking about now. To get those assists. Yeah, you got him. No, yeah, he was with he was with the Pacers this year and before. Like I said, when you said uh, he was he was playing on a bad team, he was the only nigga on the team. Everybody else was hurt. Daniel House is just now getting back. John Wall was in and out of that lineup. Hurt. Christian Woods just got back. Like it's it's not that hard when you're the only person. Then Oladipo had a point where he got hurt, and Porter was the one carrying the team for like a week, and then Oladipo came back and took the ball out of his hands. So. It's like I'm not saying dudes like uh, has an excuse or whatever. For the most part, he's been on a pretty shitty team, so he had no choice. And with shitty people, so I can see why his efficiency would go down. But I think with this better team capable of shooting, and you have to respect it, he can take better shots now. Now the only problem is how is him and Jimmy Butler going to interact? Because you can't cut to the basket at the same time. To me, it's like playing with uh, Oladipo and fucking Wiggins again. It's that same oh, thing. Uber and Wiggins. Time, I was about to say that a little bit earlier. Uber and Wiggins, I'm, right? I'm sorry, yeah, Ubre and Wiggins, but Oladipo will take the three where Jimmy will be like, I don't know, but I can't be mad at Jimmy because he's playing to his, he's playing, he's playing his game. Yeah, it's, trying to force some shit. it's easier to play that, and that's the thing, Ricky. It's easier to play that way when you're surrounded by shooters. It's okay for you to turn down a shot, even though I didn't like it in the finals. Uh, it's okay for you to turn down a shot because you do have three point shooters on the court. Like you know, what I mean, you could be playing to get them, but I didn't like it because it felt like. The, the offense for him, for Jimmy in the finals, the offense was bogged down. And it's like, yo, bro, the reason why nobody else could get open is because these people are telling you, shoot the ball. Like, they saying, like, nigga, we're going to stay pat on everybody else. You shoot that motherfucker. I don't know if it was a thing, but Jimmy felt like if he shot the ball, the niggas was going to get run out to what? Uh, moving on to the next one, the Celtics, they added Evan Fournier and uh, Mo, Wack, Mo Wagner from – Evan Fournier from the Magic and Mo Wagner from the uh, Wizards. They, I think, the only person they gave up was uh, Daniel Dice, if I'm not mistaken. Jeff Teague and Daniel Dice, pardon me. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they said Teague is going to be waived by the Magic, um, and uh, Dice is going to the uh, Chicago Bulls. Uh, so, thoughts and opinion on that one? You can kick this one off, Carter. 
Um, first and foremost, to Evan Fournier, I love it. You have your reliable scorer. He shoots 38% mm-hmm. from the three. He can get to the free throw line, like, with no problem. He can score on all three levels. So, you, outside, inside, getting to the cup, you don't have to worry about that. So, he pretty much creates for himself, others, and he gives Tatum and them space to do what they need to do, which is perfect what they need from off the bench. Um, that's really it. I mean, the only pro- the only problem that I will say they, they, they might have with him is them figuring out what they want to do as far as um, how they want to close the games out. Me, personally, I'd rather have Evan Fournier out there mm-hmm. than Kimber Walker. Him and Marcus Spark because the playmaker yeah, would be it- a lot better. You pay Kimba Walker way too much money to be sitting on the bench at the end of the game. So it's like they're going to have to figure that out. Do they want to win or do they want to get their money's worth? But other than that, I think that was a fucking tremendously great trade they did with picking Evan Fournier. That's a solid player. Uh, like I told Darius earlier, that's Will, Will Barton of the East. He, he's not a bad player. He gets injured a lot, but when he's out there, he can get it done. As far as uh, Mo Wagner, I like to pick up, and hopefully we finally get to see this kid play. In college, when he was with Michigan, when they won everything, that motherfucker mm-hmm. was a beast. He got to the Lakers, shit didn't go right because the Lakers has been a shit show until LeBron got there. And once LeBron got there, he wasn't there anymore. He went to the Wizards. And, well, the Wizards is a shit show with that one dude, Westbrook, and Bill. So, of course, he's not going to get used properly. So, finally, we get to see if they'll let him be the big man he is and the shooter he is. That should give them, again, more spacing, which they need for Tatum and Brown to work in, and they finally got uh, another big guy, a true big six guy. Six eleven. Like he's six eleven. Six eleven. Yeah. Okay, he's six eleven. So now you got somebody else to get your rebounds. Not to say that they didn't have it before, but they have a real big man, not someone uh, playing mm-hmm. small ball big. That'll be interesting. Uh, so before you go, Darius, I'm gonna cut it right here, right quick, and just get my shit up, get my shit up. So I feel like uh, the Celtics did exactly what I what they needed to do. Um, they needed a shooter. Like, I've been talking about this pretty much all season. It's a team with a, a bunch of shot creators uh, who nobody has to truly respect on a defensive end. Is like, yo, you can't leave that guy. Like, you can't – like, it's certain players in the NBA that are shooters that's like, yo, you can't walk away from him. I'm not saying Evan Fournier is fucking Clay Thompson, but he he's, he's a really good fucking shooter. You know what I mean? You leave him, he's going to make you pick. And people know he's going to make you pay. And then he's he's will, like Evan Fournier can shoot over, like through a light contest or like a, a late closeout. He's a real shooter. Like he's a real sharp shooter. They needed that. On top of that, he's not just a sharp shooter. He can make plays off the dribble. He can facilitate a little bit. You know, he, he, he got game. He got game. And also, people don't notice, but he's actually one of the better defenders in the NBA this year. Like I, I found that I found that stat kind of like hmm, you don't really attach defense with Evan Fournier, but yeah, he's he's one of the better defenders this year in the NBA. That was surprising to me. Um, so I feel like they got uh, the shooter that they needed, and like what Richie was talking about, I think now you you give yourself in terms of the coaching coaching staff, you give yourself the opportunity to play matchup basketball. So you get to go to who who has it going or who. Um, not only who has it going, I feel like more, more times than not, like Ricky said, Evan Fournier is going to be coached on the court to close games because he's the shooter. You need the shooter out there to close games. So, to be honest with you, I think they're going to be picking between Marcus Smart and Kimball Walker, just being real. They're going to be picking between Marcus Smart and Kimball Walker. Who who, who going to be out there to close games? Um, and depending on who's playing better, that's probably who you might go with. Or maybe Kimball getting tore up by his, his offensive matchup and you go with Marcus Smart. Who knows? Uh, the Mo, 
uh, Wagner part of the deal. Like Ricky said, similar to like Ricky said, I think Mo, Mo Wagner is a really, really good basketball player. He was great at Michigan. Great at Michigan. He came into the league, played for the Lakers. The Lakers didn't play him. They just didn't fucking play him. He, he got traded to the Wizards. The Wizards barely play him. But every time he gets on the court, he produces. Anytime he plays big minutes in the NBA, he produces. So I expect with Daniel Thice going, I don't know if they're going to get Robert Williams a starting job, but if Rob Williams gets a starting job, Mo Wagner is probably going to be playing 20 to 25 minutes a game now. And it, depending on depending on how that shit shakes out, you get to play matchup with that too. Hey, Mo Wagner is a real center. He's 6'11", 245. He, he can step out and make a shot for you, but he's actually a respectable center on the defensive end to where he can rebound and be a presence on the defensive end. So I, I feel like they did exactly what they needed to do. I I, I approve of, of their moves. Um, it should help it should help them out going going forward and being able to like actually execute better. You know what I mean? That's just how I look at it. You go ahead, Darcy. Um, I, I agree with y'all with the, with the Fourier move. I believe he's going off the bench. That is a solid piece, a very solid piece. Um, he can play both sides of the court very effectively. Like you have to guard him. He can break a defense down. Like I don't, I, I, especially for what they gave up on. I think that's what made it such a great move because you, you gave up Jeff T, your player who was wasn't doing nothing anyway. In two second mm-hmm. rounds, so great, great move. Um, the the Mo Wagner uh, pick, I, 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 I'm not as high on it as y'all because uh, he's his shooting. He he's been a bad shooter in the league. Like he's shooting thirty percent from three, and I believe I don't think he's as a tough inside presence as as Tice was. Tyson was impressed. Like he can move and bully people out the paint. That's that, that was his job. That was his job with Boston with the move. Yeah, but Tyson always was too and fucking, he shoot. He and was he too shoot. fucking small. That was always the issue. It's like he you could be yeah. a bully until that's why. That's why I don't think he. That, that's why I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a starter, big man. But I think off the bench, I I think he's a better option than Mo because he shoots just as good. He's a better defender by far. Because Thice can defend very well, even even undersized, even as an undersized center. Um, but I don't I don't believe that it's gonna hurt him too too bad. I think the uh, the Fourier pick is, you no, know, just uh, overshadows the, the little loss they might have lost with uh, losing Thice. But it depends on Robert Williams and how he True. plays. Interesting, Thompson. You know, it's his job now. The Tom Lord is the most efficient fucking player in the NBA right now, and no one talks about it. When he gets out there, his minutes are like mm-hmm. super, super fucking efficient. Who? He gets those boards. He oh, gets Robin points. Tom Robin Lord. Robin. Oh, 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 oh. That's his nickname. Oh, yeah, I know his nickname. My fault. He, he's, he's an Aggie. I, I know him because he's an Aggie. Yeah, that boy can play, man. I think that's why they was, they, they was comfortable getting rid of tights because they didn't know they just had to, at, at a certain point, it was like – I think I think I don't I don't remember who I heard say this shit, but um, what GMs do a lot of times is they just take take uh, certain players off of coaches' chessboards because Robert Williams was never gonna get the starting minutes. He just was never gonna get them, or he was never gonna get more playing time because Brad Stevens was gonna play Daniel Thice because Daniel Thice is a better player right now than Robert Williams is going to be. In, like granted, Robert Williams has more potential, 
But Daniel Dice is better right now. Yeah. And Brad Stevens trying to win. Yeah, I think I think but it's the Brad, defense. Brad, it's Steve, defense. But Brad Stevens is trying to win games today. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna always mm-hmm. go to Daniel Dice over Robert Williams because he ain't trying to he ain't trying to wait on that shit. Or he feel like Duke could develop and in, in playing the little minutes that he give him or whatever. That's why Gene Evans said, all right, you know what? I'm going to take this piece off the chessboard, and now you got to play by the way. You know what I'm saying? I think it's kind of one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Now you got to play it. Uh, the, the most interesting thing I want to see what they do now is mm-hmm. the closing of the games with the Celtics. I want to see how that's going to go because another huge stat that people don't talk about is for whatever, the, for whatever reason, the Celtics cannot get to the free throw line. And Evan Fournier gets to the free throw line when the fuck he wants to. That's going to be super, super huge. So I think, again, you have to keep them for closing. So what are they going to do with Kimba? Because between Kimba and Marcus Smart, his defense and playmaking are better. He's not a better shot creator for himself, but he's a good enough fucking three-point shooter to where you can leave him on the floor, and he's three and D. So it's like, where's Kimba's minutes go? I want to see how they're going to manage that because – I'm sorry, I disagree with Kimber being the odd man out between him and Marcus Smart. I think I, I just for I just closing, I just feel like more so it's, it's a matchup based thing. It's like yo, who if, in, in terms of like a coach, it's like yo, who has it going? That's what we're gonna go with. Whoever has it going, because Marcus Smart is a terrible a terrible shooter, bro. Like I get that he make threes right now and then, but for the most part, whenever it's crunch time and you need Marcus Smart to make a jump shot, that bitch going out going in and out more times than not, bro. He made them last year. He, he, he did make some last year, but that was that was the, a similar thing that was happening when we talked about uh, who were they playing? They played the Heat, right? When the, when mm-hmm. the Heat went zone, he might have been the best player on the when court. When the Heat went for zone, nobody nobody could make a three pointer go. The the whole thing though is now you have two great playmakers out there. You have someone who's going to. You have three people oh. who are going to drive now. With Tatum and all them, and Fournier knows how to. That's what I'm talking about specifically for closing a game. That's what I think, though. I just think that it's going to be mad. I think it's going to be mad. Sure we got to go with that. That's that's probably how I'll play. Or if Kimba can deal with his uh, offensive matchup, you know what I'm saying? That's how I think it's going to go. I I can't think of one instance in my life in the past two years with Kimba on the Celtics where he was able to handle his offensive. Well, like maybe, 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 maybe he can't guard the dude, but maybe the, the least, dude just so. not going crazy this game. So you can leave him out there because whoever he checking ain't going crazy. Uh, what was I was about to say? It's that's that, it's really crazy to me that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't get foul calls when they are two of the better slashers in the whole NBA. That shit really makes no fucking sense to be honest with you. It's a it, it's an art to get I, fouls called. I, I, I think the referees but, don't fucking call fouls for the niggas. Like it. Uh, Nah, I think it's it's the art to it. I'm That's telling bullshit. you, man. It's certainly, you know, the certain guys get to the line more than others. Will like like J- Jimmy and Jay- Jimmy and James Harden get to the line more than the fuck they the want to. Call call for them. The referees call calls <laughs> for them niggas. Like like I, I watch I watch because I just think like I'm a Bulls fan. I just think their role their roles go to the whole hard as hell. People bust them outside as hell. They never call them for it. But it's like a but Jimmy do the same thing yeah, and get a call. Didn't want to call, call my like I watched Jason Tatum. I, I watched Jason Tatum play, and all the Twitter is bitching about how he's getting fouled all fucking game and not getting no calls. 
I don't think that have to do nothing that has nothing to do with like an archer getting fouled. The referees call fouls for who they want to call. Like, another thing, like, like I, I said that shit about Rudy Gobert sometimes. It's like they be Rudy Gobert be fouling shit out of people, but they don't call fouls on him because he got a defensive <laughs> reputation. It's like, yo, bro, all of them shits ain't blocks. Sometimes Rudy Gobert be holding niggas in place and smacking them all. Like, yo, dog, you don't see this nigga hand on this nigga's chest. Like, but but they don't call shit on him because he got a defensive reputation. It's an archer that shit, man. He got an archer block. I think they niggas got reputations and the league favors who they want. Like, you know what I'm saying? Luka, I be watching Luka Doncic get, get touch foul calls. He ain't do nothing special to get the call. They just call the shit because that nigga Luka Doncic. He played he play like hard, though. Like, he, he learned the way to, to get that call. Like, he, he it's, it's Listen, a way man, to get that I, call. If a nigga get... Hard go to the paint. Hard go to the paint. Go to my even touch him. He get fouled. Foul. Because he know how to, he knows how to manipulate. I, it's I, a skill to that shit. I feel like Stephen Curry don't get foul, get foul calls a lot because the referees know he gonna make the motherfuckers. Like if you foul Curry and he going to the line, he gonna make that shit ninety three percent of the time. Like that's like a lot of them. A lot of niggas don't get foul calls, bro. And I'm gonna be honest. The fans watch these niggas get fouled and the refs not call it. I don't know. I don't think it's like some special. I understand Harden. Harden started that arm shit. Luka Doncic don't be doing that arm shit. Like, stop. remember when uh, Harden used to go through the paint and he would extend his arms and niggas would reach out and grab his arms? That, yeah, that yeah. shit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's some shit that where, like, I get how Harden is getting that call. People hated it, obviously, but he used to get that call. Luka Doncic's not doing that shit. Like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. If, if the whole world, if the no, whole I, world, I, I, it's, it's hard to explain for me, but it's like a way they go up. Like, when I see, when Jimmy go to the paint and the way, and the way he get, when he get up in the paint, it's like the rest. It, 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 he makes it so they have to call that foul. It's like an yeah, art to that shit. And every player, every player don't I, have it. I, I, honestly, I think it's more so because of play style. Because this year, in my opinion, it looks like Curry's been getting more foul calls when he goes in the paint because he's been driving more, or at least it has the optic of him driving more. Because those those other people on the court were before when he was outside just hitting them bitches over and over. He go in there, you're like, oh, he's flopping. That's what I think it is. I think it's just more of a reputation thing. I, I respect, I respect, I respect what you're saying when you say considering Curry, right? Because like it really, because to be honest with you, whatever this is Curry. He gonna get fouled sometimes. Sometimes he's not gonna get his foul calls. He, he, Curry has never been the nigga that get all his calls. It's cool. Like all of them, them shits where people walk under niggas taking jump shots. Niggas been doing that shit to Curry. All the fucking time, he never gets called because they feel like, oh, well, how are we going to stop you from shooting if we don't get to do it? Whatever. I'm talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. These niggas slash all fucking game. All game. J- Jason Tatum takes a lot. He gets to the basket a lot. He gets to the basket a lot. He goes to the basket. He stops. Because he don't get no calls. He doesn't get no fucking calls. That, and that's what I, I think that's what the problem is to where Jalen Brown is starting. But he don't get he don't, but he don't get calls either. Like but even if you say Jason Tatum don't Jalen Brown dropped to the basket 24 and he don't get no fucking calls either. They never they don't get it don't make sense. That should yeah, make sense. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was getting those calls when Tatum wasn't there. Once Tatum came back, Jalen stopped attacking in that rim. I don't fucking know why. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know, man. Either. I don't know. I think I think them niggas don't get the call. I, I think them so niggas I, don't get the calls, bro. I think them niggas drop. They said that. I saw a stat that said that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum dropped to the basket. Like, they, they, I think they said some shit like there was like top five and and um attempts at the rim or some shit like that. And 
the only one not getting no foul calls? Like, not really getting no foul calls? I saw that stat. That, like, bro, the numbers bear out that them niggas are driving to the basket and just not getting no calls. I mean, I don't know. I don't know like I said, with the addition of Fournier and Allen, and he's right? like, with the, with the addition of Aaron Fournier and his ability to get those, he gets he gets to the foul line at least five, six times a game. So with her, having him there now and him being able to shot create and he can do everything he does at all three levels scoring, it's going to give them something tremendous. That's why I'm like, I wonder how they're going to manage the yeah. closing out part because he has to I be agree. on the floor. I agree. Yeah, he, he definitely has to be on there. But, I agree. All right, man. This was episode 40 of the Way to Hit This Podcast. You can follow me at Dame Fresh on Twitter. You can follow Ricky at Rick Put on Work on Twitter. Don't follow Darius because he might shoot you. Follow the podcast at Way to You Pod. Follow us on Facebook. Wait till you hear this podcast. Uh, leave us some some um, ratings on Apple Podcasts. I seen that we got some ratings on Apple Podcasts, man. I was kind of surprised by that. Hopefully, we can get some more. Uh, salute to the people who's been leaving those. <laughs>